Welcome to episode number four of Got Any More Pixels? And I am joined once again with my friend, colleague, and mistress, Mango Mods. How you doing, bud? Yeah, I'm good. How about you? I'm fantastic, thank you, baby. So, Mr. Mods, what have you been playing as of late? Well, you're never going to believe it, what I've been playing. I've been playing Zelda. But, um, Holy crap. Yeah, but I actually have been playing quite a lot of Call of Duty as well, to be fair. Um, I've been doing a few tournaments online with Call of Duty, um, Black Ops 4, so it's not the newest one, um, and not, not many people like Black Ops 4, but I do, and I can't afford the new one, so I'll make do with what I've got. But yeah. Hell yeah, that's why we keep to retro, because we can't afford the newer <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Even though it's like twice the prices, some of the stuff's like twice the price. But how about you? Have you had, a, have you had any free time to even play games or no don't be stupid <laughs> well actually um it was violet's birthday the other day and yeah. we we just happened to get her a switch so um, oh yeah so I, I, did, I did notice when you, you sent me a message i was like oh somebody's got a switch yeah she's very happy to have a switch and she loves mario kart um, we also got her uh, Ugly Dolls game and the Paw Patrol game, which she had before on the PS4. Okay. So she kind of knows that one. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, she absolutely loves Mario Kart. Oh, bless her. And she's just... Because it has the assisted like steering and acceleration oh, wow. and stuff like that, which is really cool. Uh, she doesn't want the assisted steering on anymore, which is good. Yeah. She's, she's getting much better at it each time it's she plays. A, that's definitely a cool feature they've added then for for younger children. Yes, I love that. Yeah, idea. and That's... plus all the all the DLC is already on the the game as well, which oh, okay. is cool. Cool. Yeah, I mean you can unlock new, um, not new characters, but you can unlock new carts and mm. and the like like the floaty things. Yeah, the, the, the flight, <laughs> the, the wings and things. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly, and the wheels and stuff like that. So you can un- unlock all of those, mm. but obviously you don't have to pay. Yeah, one thing I did notice uh, when I briefly played it was that uh, with that one, um, well, you've had the option prior to like change vehicles, and I've never in like uh, Mario Kart Wii and things like that, um, and some vehicles I've noticed are like really sluggish and slow. Some are really fast, but yet with the new one, there's much more customization because of the wheels can be changed and things. Um, does that actually make a big difference then? I think it does, yeah. Because I, I, oh, I didn't realise. No, I think it. I didn't think it. I thought it was just a gimmick to look different. But from the, what I've played of it, it does make a lot of difference. And I've watched a couple of uh, my friends who stream it um, play it, and they're like adamant that yeah, the certain wheels with certain bodies are, are better than this and that, and which is pretty okay. clever. Which is really quite clever if they've gone to that much much detailing. Um, in that. yeah, definitely. But I was a little bit disappointed that you can't do wheelies with the oh, um, motorcycles. Can you? I didn't know that. You can. Do... I don't think you can. I haven't been able to yet. So. Are you, you can do tricks with them while you're in the air. Still, I know that. 
yeah, you just um, jump off a ramp and you do a trick and it gives you a speed boost. Okay. Maybe you can do your wheelie if you, like, flick the Joy-Con. Does that not... No. No? Okay. It does not work. Oh. Um, to do a um, a speed boost kind of trick off a ramp, you either shape the controller or, like you would on the Wii one, yeah, or Wii you one, yeah. just press jump. Okay, that's a bit... And that, that's pretty much it. Okay. You probably need to buy, like, a special Nintendo peripheral to do a wheelie. <laughs> it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't like, surprise me nowadays. The cardboard ones, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus, oh, fucking cardboard. <laughs> it made them a ton of money, so... Yeah, it really did. But then, didn't they, like... It was Labo, wasn't it? Yeah. They put all the instructions on how to make your own yeah. online for free. Yeah, but you still had to obviously buy the software. And that was a good 30 quid, still. What? Did you? Yeah. Why do you have to buy the software? that it would work with because like if for example the piano one you'd have to have the software on the oh, for, for the I keys get, yeah yeah so you'd have to have the software for that relevant i think from what i understand of it at least is that each kind of build had it had its own little program for that right so you'd have like the robot one i remember there was there was like a i think there was like a fishing rod one where you could play a fishing game yeah i think so um and obviously there was the piano one uh, couple, yeah, and a couple of other—I don't know what there was. Like, I like the idea that it got yeah. kids to like be a bit creative. That's quite clever. Yeah. But I think they could have done like—I guess I don't know. I, I was going to say they could have made like uh, almost like like Meccano-y style things, or but with or, or Lego-y style things. But I guess they're probably saying cardboard is cheaper and more environmentally friendly. So why did they charge so much for it? <laughs> exactly, I don't know. I can, I can see them... If they'd done it with like plastic, then yeah, they would have a lot of big backlash nowadays for not being environmentally friendly and all this sort of stuff. So they went for... A, I reckon they went for cardboard based on that. But as you say, why why is such a huge price for it? Because some of them are like yeah. 120 quid. Oh, it's so stupid. It's ridiculous. Really, really stupid. But yeah... <laughs> we did find this really cool um painting game on the switch mm. where you you it's just normal like coloring book thing mm. but you can have two player and paint up some pictures okay. together or have a fight as to which color monkey should be and stuff like that it's really good fun actually okay that sounds cool i should say it sounds yeah. quite good for like young children but by the sounds of it you enjoyed that as well <laughs> <laughs> well it's always a fight and, and what colour should everything be yeah it's yeah, just yeah. who can do it first so. that sounds pretty cool that sounds like yeah. it would keep it sounds like that um that keep her quite happy in a long car journey exactly is... exactly but yeah I'm, I'm very glad that you've joined the switch kind well of... violet has i haven't really well you're basically gonna nick it let's face it <laughs> <laughs> i was disappointed you can't get disney plus on it can you not? No, you can get YouTube. You can't get Netflix or Disney Plus. Okay, I thought you could get. That's well, you can get Netflix definitely, but I, I think you have to hack it. But um, oh. put custom firmware on because I've seen people with Netflix on it. Um, but the interesting thing, if you do that, is you get region unlocked Netflix, so you get everything. Because you can. How do you choose which region you're? 
I believe that's like a separate. It's a, it's a hacked version of Netflix. So I believe you have like a sub menu. Oh. So you click. You, normally, it would say who's watching, doesn't it? And then you'd click yeah. where. And then I think it says like where are you watching or something like that. Uh, that's clever. And then it. So I, I had no idea that the switch wasn't region locked. I thought that I was didn't really know cool. that. No, I didn't know that until you told me. I thought that's no. That's, that's so bizarre. So yeah, essentially. So if the game is cheaper in a different country or yeah. not available in a certain country, yeah. you can just change your country and uh, yeah, and get it anyhow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Wii technically isn't region locked. Um, I don't know about the Wii U, but. You 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 need to go into the system uh, menus via a hack, but they're not actually region locked by console. Yeah, um, you oh. you can change whether it's um, uh, Japanese or not. Which is why I've, my Japanese one runs at a different frame rate to my uh, UK power one. Oh, that's cool. Because that's very cool. That way, because uh, I need. That's why I've got one Japanese and one permanently uh, as power. So all my major stuff is on the power one and then Zelda for speedruns is on the uh, NTSC J one because um, it, it'll run at like 60 hertz rather than 50 or whatever it is yeah so yeah. and it does make a big difference but yeah that, that, that originally was an English console but all of my Wii's are bought in the UK none of them are especially like the only console I've got that was made as a NTSC J is my uh, N64 the, the one that you got me yeah um, yeah so yeah, they're they're not particularly hard to do, but it, there's a very strong chance you can brick them doing that. But <laughs> I've done it with four, and I've never had the problem. But supposedly it's a bit risky. <laughs> I think the only th the, the only reason I think it's usually risky is uh, you have three options. You have the the uh, UI, which is the user interface uh, language, the region language. So which region of games it will detect and play. And um, the Wii Shop, which doesn't exist now, but if it's done, if those three don't match, then it will have a hissy fit and, th um, and then they'll, they'll brick. Oh, right. But as long as you match, those, sense. As long as you match those three <clears> up, <throat> then there's no big, you know, it's not, it's not hard to do. Yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah, cool. So today's topic, are we going to talk about... Yes! <laughs> the best game ever created in the whole wide world ever, you mean? Apart from Zelda. <clears throat> Including Zelda. We are talking about Mario 64, released in 1996 for the, funnily enough, Nintendo 64. <laughs> and which the, I, I think the N64 controller was built around this game, wasn't it? Well, I know an interesting thing, actually, which I normally went until later, but... It's irrelevant now. Um, they it's irrelevant. No, it is relevant now. <laughs> oh, sorry. But this when when they at Nintendo were developing the game, they uh, used a modified Sega controller to develop the game around. Yeah, I read that earlier. Actually, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, it's one it's of really the, bizarre. From what it looks like, at least is um, the Sega Saturn like uh, circular pads. Do you remember them? Yes. Yeah, it was a kind of modified version of that. They had with a how strange with like a with an analog stick and then. But looking at it, trying to think of how I play playing games, or playing Sega Saturn games on it, let alone playing an N sixty four game, must be so awkward. It's so uncomfortable. 
But what it does look very much like is it does look, which uh, would, I think shows that Nintendo took a little bit of inspiration from it, is that controller looks just like the IQ player. Oh, really? I think it does. With <laughs> it, the layout and things, it looks very much like the IQ player. So Yeah. I, and the fact that they obviously had interest in it prior because of this. Um, yeah, Sega controllers develop the game. Especially. Yeah, they went they went through a hundred or more controller prototypes before the final one was settled on. Wow. So Wait, it, did Nintendo not build the IQ player then? Yeah. I thought that was a Nintendo product. Uh it was I think it was <clears throat> oh, what is it on It was basically just a portable Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, basically with with it had so so certain games pre installed. I know it had Mario sixty four mm. and, and Ocarina pre installed. Um they ran at a faster frame rate. Uh, than the Japanese version or the like cartridge versions we'd know because it wouldn't have to load from a cartridge because it was built into it. Um, uh, I so see. You, it saved so the extra time that it would it would do that it would it would make up for basically so that that doesn't make any sense but I know what I mean. <laughs> well, no, it just reminded me of talking about Majora's Mask last time. You said mm. that that was too dark to go on the IQ yeah, player. Yeah, wasn't the IQ it? player, they refused it. Because uh, the IQ player was uh, Chinese kind of marketed. It only released in China, it didn't get to Japan. Um, it was a Chinese oh, wow. strictly thing. Um, and yeah, the Chinese government obviously is a lot more censored with everything and anything. And they didn't want Majora's Mask being revealed to the public because that might damage them or they might rebel or something i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good but yeah i did yeah that's um the iq player was basically an n64 in a controller that you plug straight into a tv and that was it with games built onto yeah. it I believe you could expand. That... I believe they did do little cards that you could slot in it for certain games expansions, but I think there was only like two that were released for it. Okay. But... Did that have like a composite output then? I would imagine so. Yeah. Um, mm. I don't actually know. I've never seen one in real life. Never. I've only ever seen photos of them. Um... Yeah. We're very unlikely to ever see one, are we? I would love to get one. To try, yeah, you try it, um, but yeah, I, I, I uh, let's have a look. Yeah, that is very much like the Sega Saturn controller. Now I'm looking at it with a slightly different button layout, mind you. But uh, here you go. What does it look like? Yeah, composite. It was composite. Right. So yeah, there's yeah a composite wire and an AC plug. That goes straight into it, and then you just hold the controller with the bulky wires coming out of the back of it. <laughs> it looks really uncomfortable, but yeah, genius. It's very thinking of when it came out, which was like when was it released? It was around the time of the N64, wasn't it? So it's about 95, 96. Uh, well, Golden was 97, so this came out. Oh, okay, no, no, no. IQ Player was released 2003. 
Wow, okay. I thought it came out the same time as the N64. Yeah, the IQ player was released 17th of November 2003 in China. I wonder if that had like a built-in expansion pack or whether... Did it actually have the internals of an N64 or was it something completely different? Let me have a look. Um, graphics... 16 megabytes, so it had... It had uh, okay, it says 16 megabyte built-in, but it had 8 available. So I don't know what why. What... Well, the game the games ran off eight megabytes. Most cartridges, didn't yeah, they? most of them did, but expansions required six the sixteen. Yeah, but actually, to, yeah, but to be fair, it didn't have any games that required an expansion on it, did it? Because Majora's Mask was denied, Donkey Kong wasn't on it, um, and the only other one really was Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark, and that wasn't on yeah. it. Yeah, uh, there was. Uh... That's a good point, actually. Did it have any multiplayer games? Mm, it had. I've got a list here. Uh, Ocarina of Time, Mario 64, Star Fox 64, which were th uh, the full versions. Um, it also had... So it did have multiplayer games. Star Fox. Star Fox, yeah. It also had uh, Dr. Mario 64. Oh, Mario Kart 64. Uh, Wave hmm. Race 64 and F-Zero X. Um, so it had quite a few multiplayer yeah, games. Uh, here you go. It had a... You had to buy a multi <coughs> multiplayer box, which basically is a multi-tap. Ah, um, uh, I see. And then you had to buy multiplayer controllers. So yeah, one of them, one of the controllers would act as the console. I'd go into the multi-tap and then feed off onto, like the other two, three controllers. Right. Which is quite clever. Yeah. Mm. That's, very That's another wire sticking out of the console that you'd have to be holding, though. Yeah. Um, full list of games. There wasn't a huge amount, but of the ones I've said, uh, and then they also had Yoshi Story. Uh, Sin and Punishment, which we never got over here. That's a Japanese-only game. Uh, Paper Mario, Super Smash Bros. I didn't know that was mm. on there. Uh, Animal Crossing, Excite Bite 64, and Custom Robo. Those games were released uh, earliest, being 2003, which was a release title, and the latest one being 2006. So it had mm. they had three years of title releases. Which is, wow. I th from what I th knew prior to the looking at it, I thought it was just like a five-minute wonder and it died. But obviously, it did go for a little bit. Talking of Animal Crossing, I so badly want to get that for the Switch. Yeah, yeah, me too. I really do. It's like 50 <laughs> so quid. Good. It's like £50, pound though. I think it's 60 isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Oh, it looks so good, though. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, right, well... Yeah, the but, main thing but, that I really wanted to concentrate on were, well, initially, was, was, say, was, was the topic at hand. <laughs> yeah, not all this IQ nonsense. No, no, I wanted to concentrate on the hacks initially. Yes. With one of the main people to create hacked versions or mods was Kays, and he has so many, mm. so many awesome, awesome games. And the first one was Mario and the Magic Wand, which was in 2013, and that only had 30 stars. Mm -hmm. um, and then, like the second one was the um, was it Thwomp's Easter Egg Hunt, where you collect 42 eggs oh, instead wow. of stars. Okay. Yeah, and, and as of 2018, he had a 
Oh, I counted up 36 different mods, and he's made so many more since then. But you had ones like um, Halloween version, uh, a 3D version of the original Super Mario Bros. 1-1 level. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? Super Mario 64 3D World, a Mario Maker, an Ocarina of Time version, yeah, I've heard uh, of Portal. I've... You've played that, have you? Yeah, I haven't played it. I've heard of that one. Ah, uh, Okay. Is it like um, uh, Mario 64, but in Hyrule Castle and that sort of thing? I didn't have a chance to have a look at it, actually. Okay. But I imagine maybe. It, actually, I'm just the... looking through a list of his um, <clears throat> his mods, and he's got one called uh, Super Mario Climate Change Edition. Yes! I was about to mention that, actually. <laughs> I was going to say there's an Odyssey version and a Climate Change version, <laughs> and then one of his more well-known ones was Super Mario 64 Land. Yeah. Which is an absolute beast of a uh, just a completely new game. It looks amazing. And then we've got some fun mods like the the co-op mode with Luigi mm-hmm. split screen. Which have you seen that at all? No, but I've just come up. I've just seen the one uh, one recreation. Whatever well, that looks awesome. Oh, it looks incredible, doesn't it? It does look so good. It does look so so. I love that he's off. used eight bit graphics and kept the original style. Yes. That really looks cool. I like that. Yeah, because you get a different perspective. Don't yeah, you? yeah. It, it looks like the camera's like down, down <laughs> a bit. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, it, like you're more down. kind of a Mario's angle as opposed to. Mm. Uh, if the camera, if that view. camera stays fixed like that, or or in that perspective, I think it'd be cool. But if it swung around to behind Mario, I think it would ruin it. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, actually, I did watch um, a video. I, I think it was Kay's playing a Mario 64 version where Mario's got this massive arse. <laughs> and then every time he faces away from the camera, it zooms in on his arse. <laughs> and then when you look any other way, it just it goes back to a normal view. But it looked absolutely impossible to play. Yeah. He's a very clever chap. I'm liking these things. He's got done a lot of cool things. Uh, have you had a look at the EA version? No, Mario's. It's like every. No, uh, Gareth. He did. He did. He made a two D version of Mario sixty four. Oh really? <laughs> that looks like Paper Mario. That's weird. Oh my goodness! I had no idea about that. That's, That's that. awesome. Oh, there's very little about it. It's just like an image. Can I click? A meme hack created by Kays. There's only one star to collect. Okay, <laughs> it looks for like it's it's literally a mountain, and you have to walk up the mountain and get the star, and you've done it. It was great. Cre- it's some... amazing that he's actually put the effort in to create that much of it. Though. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's an EA version where it's it, everything you have to buy everything. <laughs> Love it's that. like you can't butt bash because the Z button is a DLC. <laughs> All the doors like going to different floors of the <coughs> dlc oh that's brilliant there's adverts playing throughout like text on the screen just throughout the entire game and it's it's just hilarious <laughs> it's ridiculous in the best possible way oh that is so good yeah it's definitely worth uh worth looking at um yeah k's uh spelled k-a-z-e uh, z-e z-e yeah but Americans listen to this, so we need. Nobody to... listens to this. <laughs> I listen to this. 
And are you American? No. <laughs> then shut your face. <laughs> um, I did find some rather interesting versions, like modded versions of Mario 64. There's a Bowsette version. Mm. Yeah, it's it's absolutely horrific. Um, she throws fire and can destroy pretty much everything, like platforms, <laughs> um, NPCs, uh, doors. So you don't need to unlock stars to get into certain levels. You can just <laughs> blow up the door and walk into the level. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it, it's so, so bizarre. But it looks like a, a fully functioning, complete version of Mario 64, which is very strange. Hmm. Uh, there's a few notable ones I'd like to mention. Star Road uh, by Skellux or Skelux, I'm not sure. Mm. It's uh, 130 stars. It was released in 2011, and it features music um, from previous N64 games, but remixed. Oh, wow, that sounds cool. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, like Bomberman and Donkey Kong and stuff like that. It, oh, okay. it sounds really, really cool. And when you die... You don't actually die. You go to an underground level that you have to try and escape to continue playing the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it looks so good. Yeah. And then, then there's um, Super Mario 74, which was in 2011. It's got 151 stars made by Lug Millard. That M one sounds Lug familiar. Millard. Yeah? What, yeah. The, the person that made it? No, the game. Because there's a. I think, oh. I think it's got a speedrun community behind it. Ah, uh, there are like different versions of it that other people have made to make it lots more difficult, mm. like ridiculously more difficult. And, I know there was yeah, one got... that I, because I've watched a few videos, um, speedrun videos where the stars are invisible. Oh, so you... that sounds incredible! What? It's stupidly hard. How the hell do you do that? Then? Well, they just know where they are because they played it enough. But <laughs> if you if you if you were playing it for the first time. Yeah, it's just a case of jumping everywhere until you find a star. What? Which that's, is pretty clever, that's... but also very stupid at the same time. No, that's not clever. That's ridiculous. It's clever. That'd be stupid. No, it's clever. That's not... <laughs> okay. Okay, it's clever. Um, there's Luigi's Mansion 64, which features 111 starlings, <laughs> not stars. That was made in 2015 by Mario Crash and Mimi. Um, it uses original levels, but they're, they're so out of whack and modified that you wouldn't really recognise them anymore. But it still uses pretty much all, all bar one of the original levels. Mm. Uh, what other ones? The Missing Stars was the original Mario 64 hack, apparently. So, so the internet tells me. Um, which featured 38 stars and 8 levels. It's pretty short and easy, but, you know, for the first hack, you can't really expect the world. No. Um, and it was made by Fruba, uh, also known as Massane. I, I, yeah, I'm probably ballsing them up completely, but hopefully anybody that listens to this doesn't actually know either. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and you got to choose between Mario or Luigi to play that one. Okay, uh, Mario seventy four is currently the top trending speedrun ROM hack. Uh, oh really? Yeah. What the original one? Because there was an extreme, yeah, yeah, extreme edition. Version. I was going to say yeah. There's uh, uh, well, I say top trending. There's currently ten active players 
after doing that one. Oh wow! Um, and the extreme edition has four. Mm. So it's, wow. Yeah. Uh, then it's got the other ones that are quite active. At least there's uh, Mario sixty four randomizer, which is um, that's awesome. I might a cool have to idea. Give that a go. I would like to have a go at that as well. And just, like <laughs> maybe we could do that in races. <clears throat> that'd be cool. Um, yes. There is the next um, uh, the next twenty four hour marathon. Definitely, definitely. Uh, and then Mario Party sixty four. Which is, I don't know what that is, but that's the, another one. But yeah, that's a modded version of Mario sixty four, is it? Apparently so. It's under S. It says yeah, it's under SM sixty four ROM hacks. How weird! I don't know how that works. Or <laughs> very very peculiar. Yeah. There's some like really dodgy looking ones that have basically just been done on MS Paint. Oh yeah, yeah. There's lots of horrific ones out there, but I mean, there's such a mass kind of uh, there. There's so many people working with Mario sixty four, whether it be for mods or speed running. Mm. Oh, Anywhere you yeah. look for it, it's just In ridiculous. Well, I, from my like experience of speed running, Mario sixty four is one of the biggest games that is speed run. It's higher. It's higher up than Ocarina is, and Ocarina's got a massive fan base, but. Uh, Mario is um, like yeah, I think Mario sixty four is how many? Let me just find out how many it's got uh, just to show you comparison. Because it'll show me how many active people are are, are like actively running it. Um, okay, I'm after something. Super Mario. Okay, so you've currently uh, most active. I bet it'll be the first. Yeah, it is. Uh, currently, like now, there's 451 people running it. Wow. So that's... that's just insane. It's just, why even try at that point? Mm. With so many people trying to speed run it, there's yeah. just so much competition. Um, it's like when you speed sped run what was it um resident evil 5 was it or something you're the only person i've, I've done do six was he six six yeah i've, I've done it uh, well looking at that actually though uh, mario odyssey is the second one in the mario thing which has got 207 people currently um so that's obviously quite new and popular so that would make sense um yeah. but the third one is the original nes one which has got 85 people currently running Wow. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty impressive. I've tried running that game and um, the original Mario Bros. And like, it's stupidly hard for getting there. Well, uh, currently, any percent is at. It's just loading. 4 minutes 50. Wow. <laughs> it's world record. Um, on actual, oh, that, that, That's on NES hardware, so actually on NES. Hmm. Um, or without using warp pipes, so warpless. Which is the other one? It, the world record is eighteen minutes, which is still wow. just crazy. I couldn't do it. It's, <laughs> it's crazy, crazy madness. Uh, um, yeah. So Mario sixty four, um, speed run wise, there's loads and loads and loads of categories, but they tear down to the the, the one twenty star, which is basically getting everything. There's a 70 star, 16 star, 1 star, and a no star. Um, everything. I believe the 70 star and the what is the minimum you can get to get through the game normally. 
Yes. Uh, one twenty yes, one... to be able to get to the end vowels yeah. uh, level, be... you have to have seventy. Seventy. So seventy essentially is the <clears throat> kind of any percent version. So it's just to get through the game. One twenty yep. is, ob is obviously the hundred percenting it, and then the yep. other three are glitched categories. Exactly. Yeah. So so yeah that that. But yeah, world record for 120 stars, currently 1 hour 38. By Simply, done in 20... Wow, in May this year. I yeah. didn't even realise. That is on N64 hardware. Uh, on VC. Yeah. Oh, it's actually faster on N64 hardware. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the fastest time. It's about 10... What? On VC or emulator, the fastest time is 1.42 and... What? How is that possible? So N64 is faster. That makes no sense. Yeah. They're from position 1 to 12 are all faster than the, the, than the world record for VC and emulator. Wow. So the, <laughs> uh, maybe there is Who'd a it? maybe that there's a uh, console uh, exclusive glitch or something they use. Yeah, maybe. It could be that. Uh, 70 star, hmm. yeah, 46 minutes. It's crazy. 16 star world record is currently, I don't know, what's that going to be? Like 10 minutes? 14.59. It's crazy. By Aki. Mm. And then one star is 7 minutes 14 by Dowski. Mm. And zero star by Kano is just 6, six. minutes 36 seconds. Bloody hell. It, and then that's, yeah. all, that's all on the... Um, N64 hardware, so yes, that's like you can't even say that they've had like a, a, a like powerful PC to emulate it. That's gone fast. <laughs> that's crazy. It looks. What as surprises me... me is that that they're all apart from the one star one. They're all done this year. Yeah, it's, it's very very like um, still very big. I'm I'm just looking through the uh, zero star one. Uh, what are the other ones the same? I, I over yeah, it's got a very big fan base in Japan. Uh, over half of these uh, runners are Japanese. Easy. Oh really? Yeah, there's a mass. Like with, I know with Ocarina, I've noticed uh, a very kind of multicultural. There's people from all over the world run that game. Um, the biggest area be America, being is America, but there's mm. people from all over the world and. Um, some places I've never even heard of. I've met people, and they 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 I've met them through it. But yeah, by the looks of this, uh, one star and zero star particularly are very Japanese um, orientated. Oh wow! Which is pretty... I had no idea. No, I didn't know that. That. <clears throat> but yeah, you get like the little flags of where they're from on speedrun, and it's just a, oh, of course, and it's yeah. just a whole row of <laughs> Japanese flags. That's why I noticed it, and I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I played. There was a. No, sorry. sorry. I was just gonna say I, I've played some of Mario sixty four, um, very little on N sixty four. More of what I played was on the DS version, which we will get yes. to. But um, have you had a chance to play that? I haven't. I I did when it when I first had my R four card like. Yeah. yonks ago yeah and i've never played any other version because there's the wii version as well as yeah 
I've always only ever played the 64 version, which is why I've got like three or four copies of it now. I got um, the DS version with my first DS, like the fat DS. I remember I got Ooh. I got it. With... I didn't realize it was out then. Yeah, it was a release title. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a release oh. title. Um, that and Metroid, um, one of the Metroid games, the first one, they were both release titles. Um, wow. And I think there was... No, there wasn't... I'm sure there was something like Nintendogs, but it wasn't Nintendogs. It was something <laughs> kind of a really shitty version of that, I'm sure. There was another one. Um, and then there was also a game that reacted to, like sounds and things which use the microphone it's like a rhythm okay. game i can't remember what that was called but that was really weird but yeah um the thing i didn't like about um uh mario 64 ds was that you had to use the stylus to run really you couldn't use it. all the um d-pad did was control your camera Oh, that's ridiculous. Which they've done that's again. That's beyond ridiculous. Yeah, which they've done again in uh, the two Zelda DS games, um, which are really, really good games. But then to run around with Link, you have to like press on the um, where he where you want him to go, basically. A bit like it's a, you know, like a, um, a oh, PC games like. Um, Oh, point and click. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you'd be like, you hold where you want him to go. And like with Zelda one, for example, when you want to swing the sword, you have to swipe the thing rather than just press a button. Wow, those developers deserve to be shot. Yeah, but for Zelda it almost, it's annoying, but it works. Whereas for Mario, you're looking at the screen and the screen you're, you're touching, which obviously your stylus is on and your hand is in the way of, is the screen with Mario on. So it doesn't work because you that's not a game where you can have half the screen obscured because yeah. you've got to make precise jumps and things. Whereas with Zelda yeah, 1, exactly. it's more, you're more on one plane um, and any jump you do, you, you know, you've got plenty of notice for it. You're not going to be doing awkward little backflips like you do with Mario. So I, exactly. Uh, they, own, yeah, they had a lot of potential with it, but I think they... Something as simple as not including D-pad functionality was really, really stupid of them, and like, oh, it's annoying. I don't know, the only thing they had that was new on that is they added new characters. Um, they did change the game quite a lot, actually, to be fair, because um, each character had their own ability. Like in the original, you could have Metal Mario, uh, Flying Mario, and something else, whereas in Invisible Mario. Invisible Mario. Whereas <coughs> in the DS make, Luigi had invisible powers. Mar uh, Mario just had... Uh, what did Mario have, actually? I can't remember. Uh, Mario had... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, balloon power, where he would inflate himself <laughs> and float. So good, I forgot. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, um, I'm just... Looking. Oh no! Sorry, carry on. So, uh, while um, Wario had the metal power, and then yeah, y uh, Yoshi had the um, fire breathing power. But yeah, carry on. All right. Now I just, I, I, I was wondering. You, you were saying how bad the controls were for the DS version hmm. of Mario sixty four. 
I, I was just looking up to see if anybody had bothered speedrunning it. And it's really weird. They've got different categories to the 64 version. They've right. got 8 star, 50 star, 80 star, and 150 star. Why did they change the amount of stars you can Because get? there's more characters, so there's more stars. Oh. There's so... And then there's a miscellaneous that, um, category, which is beat Bowser in the Dark World or in the Fire Sea or get oh. all the characters. Yeah, I'm just mind boggled by the DS version. I'm staying the hell away it's, from that. It's it's based off of the uh, one that, that you know, but like um, you'd have so Bomb on Battlefield, for example, would would still be there, but you'd have some that could only be got by uh, Wario when he uses Metal Power, some that could only be got right. by Luigi when he uses Invisible Power, um, and vice versa. And then obviously there's new thing of mario the power balloon thing which basically is mario it says on there a blue mario has the ability to float in a puffed out formation of his stomach to reach high places so it looks like the old cartoons where you know they'd put like an air canister in someone's mouth and they just blow up and float away <laughs> that's what that's what exactly what it is it looks just like that and then you'd have to press oh. the press the b button to rise and and then use the d-pad to control which way he's going um, so it was stupid. So they got rid of yeah. the the wing cap basically and replaced it with that. <laughs> of course, yeah. Which I, I know why. It's because it's easier to control. Um, so it's but the, once yeah, you the got, wing cap was pretty horrible to try and yeah, maneuver. But it was with. part of it. If you wanted, you you had to. Oh yeah, learn it. Yeah, you're trying to get the wing cap from the main lobby when you look up at the sun and trying to get all yeah, the, the yeah. coins in that level nightmare. it's just a nightmare yeah you try and turn around and get this the coin again you're just you're buggered yeah you can't. the one thing that the ds version did have that i quite liked is there was an optional room now added um called the recreation room or the rec room um and there do you remember the little rabbits that you used to have to catch yes yeah there was multiple rabbits put into the game uh, different colours based on which character you were um, and how many power stars you had. And you could, when you found the rabbits, um, you unlocked mini games. Um, so, okay. so you could then go to this rec room and there, you could play all the, play, choose the mini games. A bit like Mario Party style games. Could you do that in multiplayer? Um, I believe so, yeah, because a lot of them are multiplayer based games so um could you play the main game in multiplayer good question <laughs> uh, uh single player multiplayer oh well, that's useful isn't it <laughs> it literally just says that it is it has a single player mode and multiplayer mode Okay. Um... I wonder whether they have made a version that you can use the D-pad because I know uh, Spirit Tracks, which is the Zelda one. Um, I learned a couple of days back, which is um, I still want to try and get hold of it. There's a ROM hack where they somebody made it so that you use the D-pad to control them rather than the stupid little stylus. Oh, that's cool. Which is such a big improvement for a game like that. That game is. A good game, but it's bore as boring as hell. But having to keep on doing that, like there's oh, okay. certain parts of it where you have to like draw 
section like remember like an image and then draw it onto a door um which i can see that would work with the stylus yes uh but just the general movement i think was really really stupid uh, okay on the 3ds and wii u gamepad you can actually use the um analog stick oh really i might try that because i've got a copy of mario ds which I got uh, a while back. I don't, I, I don't mind playing it again. It was a good game, but it's just I didn't like the controls. That's the main thing that would put me off it. Mm. Yeah. Just looking through the um, speed running of the DS version, there's um, another Super Mario 3D, which is the hacked version of mm. the DS Mario 64, which people speed run as well, which is rather interesting. Hmm. I never knew. I never even thought to look at hacked versions of DS games. Yeah, there's a fair few out there. I remember the one that brings out to me that I've played is a Pokemon Gold Heart Gold ROM hack. Um, it's based. They like they haven't gone crazy and made it like completely different, but at the same time, they've made it. They've made it harder. Like every trainer you find has six Pokemon. Um, oh wow. You uh, level up faster though to, 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 count, to counter that, so you you're, you're, you you like you can get powerful Pokemon quite quickly, um, and there's a lot more trainers like randomly spotted around, um, and they kind of kept the original story but then went further with it. So like in between gyms, rather than you just walking into the little areas, there's like little missions and tasks you to do. Okay. It's really, really good. I'm, it's not very stable. It's the only downside of it. I, I've played it a few times and it's sort of crashed when I've got halfway through a fight. So it's a shame. Oh. But if but if they can sort iron out the issues, I think they've, they've got a good game there. It's I can't remember what I was it was. Actually, I was trying to remember earlier. Do you remember that version of Pokemon that I've got for the original Game Boy? That hacked version? I can't remember what it was called and I was trying to figure it out today. I don't know, you've got several. It's a green one with licky tongue on the front. Oh, Pokemon Cock Edition. Cock Edition, that's the one. Yeah. Thank you. There's so many Pokemon ROM hacks out there that are really good. Yeah. There's yeah. so many good ones. There's. Uh... My suggestion for anybody listening is pl- play the, the cock version of Pokemon. I've not played that one. Oh, it's so funny. There's Everything's the... swearing and sexually orientated. Yeah, there's one that I know that is really sexually orientated, which is um, uh, it's called Pokemon XXX Psychic Adventures. <laughs> which, okay. which is... I'm sold. No, it's, they've gone to so much effort. It's actually quite sad. Um, <laughs> the premise of that game is you. I can't remember. I, I can't. I have played it just, uh, on stream to see what it was all about. Um, you either get given or you catch or your first Pokemon is a drowsy. And you train the drowsy to make women fall asleep and strip. Oh dear lord. And okay, then, yeah. And then Maybe they, we shouldn't be going down this, and then they this can, route. And they can then you can then uh hypnotize them to perform different sex acts and things. Yeah, okay, let's 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 uh, end that there yeah, before we get into too much it's trouble. It's such a weird game because they've gone to the effort of making 3d models and things of it happening and i was just like okay then yeah that's so bizarre <laughs> but there's that 
There's Pokemon Outlaw, yeah. Pokemon Outlaw Edition, where the your character is a junkie and you've got to try and score, <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool and if your Pokemon don't win then they get killed basically in butchers oh nice um, nice yeah there's the not a ROM hack but um, PETA from America or PETA whatever <laughs> you're going to call it yeah they made Peter. Pokemon Black and Blue Edition which was a ROM oh hack, god which was a ROM nobody hack, likes PETA they're dickheads which was a ROM hack about how you abuse them how you abuse Pokemon animals and you're abusing them and all this but yeah, that that was, and then they also released Black and Blue Two, I think. <sighs> but oh, it's so stupid. But yeah, there's, yeah. There, there's several out there. But yeah, back to Mario. Um, <laughs> hey, we are, we always go off on a tangent, so it's nothing, nothing yeah, new. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and I I wanted to talk a bit more about the speed running, if if yeah, we're able it. to go back to that we're all over the place with this one i don't really care but <laughs> um yeah the, I, I just wanted to have a quick talk about um oh the, the best speed run that i saw for zero stars and one star um was a speed run done at summer games done quick in 2015 mm-hmm. they were doing an any percent speed run and 360 chrism uh versus gamer dormy sorry gamer dormy and they both did it in less than like 10 minutes um <laughs> 360 chrism did it zero stars and gamer dormy did it with one star mm-hmm. uh chrism getting eight minutes nine seconds and dommy getting nine minutes ten seconds and to watch that I bet, was yeah. absolutely amazing i go I back bet. every couple of years and watch that video because it is just so intense I bet, watching yeah. them get that that like the level on on the basement floor where it's got the i can't remember which level it is but you dive into the the puddle yeah i know the one you mean thing. i know the one you mean yeah. yeah in that room doing the um backwards long jump yep. trying to get through that door yeah, and then glitching it's through just the door. so intense yes mm. exactly because i know if they get the wrong frame when they do it they can um go too far and they end up where the um clock level is oh uh, really yeah i've seen a couple of speed run fails um on oh, youtube wow. where they'll be doing a really good pace they'll do that they'll go one or two frames too many and they'll go right through the door and past it and then the, oh. the, beyond that is that area yeah which oh dear. right <laughs> yeah which is a bit of a pain um oh no but yeah, oh. <laughs> what you got i've got 15 things you never knew about super mario oh okay i'm not done yet boy <laughs> but i will give you that when you've done yeah okay no yeah I just got uh, a few few other things I wanted to course, talk about there. Tall assisted um, speed runs. Yeah, there were three that really stood out to me. The um, zero stars one that was done in 2016, which was four minutes 21 seconds. <laughs> no way. Yeah, 120 stars done in one hour 20 minutes and 41 seconds. Sure. And then there was this weird Captain Falcon 64 modded version that is so trippy and that was done in four minutes 14 seconds wow and 
yeah, they I, I, tall assistant speedruns are just insane. Hmm. I think um, Tazbot. Have you heard of Tazbot? Possibly. He's the one. Uh, the creators use him. Uh, um, good games done quick. Okay. Yeah. He probably... does a lot. He did this amazing one. You need to watch the Tazbot. Um, oh, what was the the game for the DS where you expand your memory and, and oh, do uh, brain games. training? Yes, you watch the brain training one for Tazbot. You... Yes, How? you watch That's it, crazy. and you will be so amazed at what they do with that game. Wow. It's just absolutely insane. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I'm I'm done. Go go with your your facts and figures, boy. Eh? Okie dokies. So you may know these, you may not know, but uh, I'm going to be reading from screen. So, okay, smoky. Number fifteen, I found was uh, that prior to the um, Mario sixty four, well, Mario sixty four coming out to the N sixty four was the first three D Mario. More successful big 3D Mario like title. Uh, prior to that, it was the most. I believe most of them were 2D. Um, they planned originally to release uh, release what was Mario 64 on the uh, SNES um, and make use of the Super FX chip, which is only used in I believe two games. I know Star Fox is one of them, and there is one other game that used that chip, but. It was basically the chip inside the SNES that enabled full 3D rendering. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Not... I knew that Star Fox used it, but yeah, I had Star no Fox idea they were going to bring six. Mario they were going to. They were planning on a Mario game for it, but they never got round to it, and so they scrapped the idea basically and halt. And then they kept the idea and all the plans and held on to that until they released their next console, because they knew the next wow. console would be more would be superior to the SNES. So it would be easier to bring those that idea to life with more power on a on a more modern console. Um, the main reason they gave up was due to lack of three things. It was due to lack of the processing capabilities of the SNES, so uh, lack of fund and lack of time, um, and this and also the fact that the SNES didn't have a joystick, uh, which they said that. They thought it would make it more difficult for players to navigate Mario with a three D world without having a joystick, which yeah, yeah, like makes sense. Makes sense. Um, they also originally planned to have forty levels as opposed to the thirty two that were included. Um, some of them uh, actually, there were going to be up to like seventy two levels. Really? They were creating thirty two, but they had plans to make another forty. Damn. Well, I know the one thing that if they had have included uh, everything they wanted, they would have required a cartridge that could hold eight gigabytes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which is significantly wow. more than what they actually can hold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a tad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it would have been around... It would have had to have made an eight gigabyte cartridge, which you can imagine in the like, mid-90s, Getting an eight gigabyte SD card would have cost you hundreds of pounds. Yeah, if you could even get it to a grand. Yeah, <laughs> if you could even get it. So yeah, obviously that was immediately like, no way we're doing that because the mass production of that, they would never have sold any. Exactly. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> um, they also planned to have a multiplayer mode with Luigi, apparently. Um, not sure anymore beyond that, but the recent finding in source code that Luigi was indeed in there. Yeah, yeah, it was so, all planned to be in so, there, and they found that we'll we'll have a talk about the L is real and after yeah, after these exactly facts, exactly yeah that is one of my facts is L is real so that will continue us on. Um, yeah, there is a Goomba in the game that was programmed wrong and is essentially invincible and can't be killed. Really? Yeah. Um, uh, I'll read what it says. It says uh, most people think of Goombas; they aren't exactly ranked as high to kill on the list of enemies in Super Mario. However, there's one particular Goomba in Mario 64 that, as of yet, no one has been able to defeat. Whilst most Goombas appear in the game come up in triangular formation, uh, YouTube user Panikoe2012, famous for obtaining the, the game's, in quote, impossible coin, noted and shared with the world in 2014 that a Goomba in the final Bowser level was missing his triangular hitbox. Uh, using cloning oh. method and hacking, he discovered that the missing Goomba appears at the bottom of the map where he falls to his death a short time later. Uh, trying out several methods, he able to defeat him, but it was proven that uh, without using those like other methods, which obviously like TAS and external inputs, uh, it's impossible to get to it to kill it. Because the hitbox is out of bounds, essentially. <laughs> wow. So that's, that's pretty <laughs> cool that someone's found that. That is. I had no idea. Um, yeah, the game developed using a modified Sega controller. We briefly spoke about that earlier on. Um, about how they used a variation of the Saturn controller to design the game around. Um, one that I knew before this is Epona from Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time was originally planned to be in Super Mario 64. You see, I read that there was supposed to be a horse. I had no idea it was Epona. It wasn't essentially Epona, but it was the same model as Epona. Oh, wow. They, um, I knew this from Zelda like facts I've done before. Uh, they designed Epona's model um and they were going to put it over to... Well, they designed it for Mario. Because um, they wanted a... As I say, they wanted a animal for Mario to ride that wasn't Yoshi. Because they were well, leaving Yoshi... Because they were leaving him on the roof to be a big surprise for real when you got all the coins. Or got the yeah, stars, sorry. multiple Yoshis. Well, yeah. But... Um, I can't imagine Mario riding Epona. It's right. like Epona was milked for a normal sized person mm. like Link. Yeah. Well, prior Mario's to prior heftier. to Ocarina of Time, there was no appearance in Zelda World of Epona, so Link didn't have a horse or anything like that. He just walked basically, um, and then that was obviously left over. And uh, Shigeru Miyamoto wanted it wanted it pulled and he wanted it because he wanted it to go on to Zelda because he thought it would fit better with the world which it does um, and like the whole openness of Ocarina makes much more sense to have an animal like that to ride around on as opposed to stopping opening a door and going through into a little room it yeah, wouldn't definitely. have really worked 
Um, and as you say, having Mario little stumpy legs on a horse would have been a... <laughs> it would have it been has to have a Shetland pony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but obviously, yeah, they... but it would have been a pony. The only thing they could have done, I guess, is that you have on in Ocarina, there's two models of a pony. There's the child version when you first meet a pony where she's tiny. And then there is the adult version. So I'm wondering whether they had the original, the, the uh, Mario yeah, one would have been point. the child, the smaller one, which was reused that in Majora's Mask. Sense. And then the the like kind of the adult Epona was then made per- purposefully for Ocarina. I wonder whether that was the case because that would make more sense. That would make far more sense. And the yeah. decoration on um, Epona's like <clears throat> saddle and things has like triforces and things that are Zelda related, whereas the original smaller Epona doesn't have even have a saddle. She has no. It's literally just. Uh, of course. It's literally just a plain horse. Yeah. And if it's saying that they've reused it straight from from like a stock image that they'd made that would also make a lot more sense true true yeah um next one i got was they originally planned to have uh like the classic mario flagpole at the end of every level where yeah i had no idea about i didn't that know either. that no i didn't know that but i don't know how that quite how that would have worked though because obviously with though with the flagpole uh at the end of a mario game it's to signify the end of a side-scrolling level whereas yeah 2d level yeah whereas the mario 64 you could do a star and then go back into that world repeatedly and get more and more and more until you've got all 10 are you forgetting about the first star in mario 64 though or is it the first star no no the second star race with cooper the quick yeah but just to climb a pole for that you have to make it to the pole. I don't yeah. think you have to climb it, but you can climb it. Yeah. But they could have done that. Yeah. But I mean, I I, I prefer the way they have done it. I definitely, yeah, definitely. I, the only possible other that I, might have been left. The only over other thing from... I think they could have potentially done is that. Uh, how many is there in each level? There's like ten, isn't there? Ten stars. Seven. Seven. I think. I think there's six. And then a hundred coins is always, always okay. A star well, you could, for example, get all but one, and then that final one is then unlocked, and this flagpole randomly appears at a location. You need to find it and then climb it, or like potentially they could have done something like that. Um, but yeah, that's the only real way I think they could have implemented that and made it made it go with the game. Um, yeah, I don't really know how else... Unless do. at the end of each task you do, instead of a star appearing, a flagpole appears, yeah, and then you, you climb the flagpole and the star is on top of yeah, it. That would make, yeah, that would make sense, yeah. That would also make sense, mm-hmm. yeah, because that would signify that you've... like, that, Yeah, that would make sense, as opposed to the animation of the star appearing and kind of swirling around. Yeah. They would have an animation of a, a flagpole. Yeah, that's... I guess yeah, we'll go with that. Immediately, though, with that, I can see... like. Because I've had similar things with with Ocarina, where I've been in the place where a chest would normally appear, um, I could see that causing issues. That, like for example, if Mario's standing over it somewhere and a pole appears up, it's going to look <laughs> up his butt. Yeah, <laughs> Mario. That's gonna, a good point. I think that that was probably just just to prevent that hap- that been to prevent anything like that anything like that. Um, yeah. 
the actress who voiced Princess Peach also wrote the game's text, apparently. Oh, wow. Uh, well, the original text or the English text? The English text. She was in charge of the translating of all the game's text to English. Wow. Huh. Uh, and she was given the role of Princess Peach's voice in Japan. She then went on to portray Princess Peach in Mario, 60, Mario Kart 64, uh, but then gave up the role and went to work with uh, Nintendo of America as a language localizationer. Yeah, I guess that pays a little bit better than just being a voice actor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, this is there. There's a, the next fact I've got, which is I don't really think is a fact, but it's apparently on on this list. Uh, that it was that there is fan created remakes. <gasps> which you based like mods? Yeah, <laughs> like what we've just spoken about. <gasps> <laughs> apparently, though, the one that they're they're like focusing on is Mario 64 HD, which uh, was designed. Oh, sh- I forgot about that one. Which I think, from what I'm understanding here, was designed to run on a PC. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen bits of it. It's like yeah. Ocarina of Time HD. It just looks insane. Uh, Ocarina of Time through the Unreal Engine. Um, yes. It's so It's just beautiful. madness. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It makes me... It gives me hope that you know, one day there will be a home console that can replicate that. <laughs> yeah. And, that's playing, a good point. Like, as a gamer, playing games at that quality is going to be amazing. Well, I reckon the PS4 could have done that. Yeah. Without the Pro, I reckon the PS4 could have easily done that. Some, mm. some of the graphics you can get in some of the games. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's very shortly lived. Um, it was also, yeah, it featured one level and was available to download free. So they weren't charging you for it. They've, wow. Uh, however, With all the effort they put into that, yeah. it's insane that they yep. give it away for free. They made also made a complete uh, full tr- uh, theatrical trailer um, of the game. Um, uh, yeah, it was much smaller. It only contained one level, which and it was completely free to download. However, it was also unauthorised, obviously. So Nintendo got wind of it. They executed a copyright claim, and the game was then... Thus taken down and because Nintendo suck for copyright. Yeah. Anybody else would have left that. Sega would have been stupidly happy with that. Yeah. But now, nah. th- that's what I mean. Both Nintendo and their whole copyright thing. It's they're co- they're so hot on copyright. Like um, I only obviously know more about the with Zelda, but if you have a YouTube video with Goron City or the um, music in the Lost Woods literally like an hour and it will be taken down with a copyright strike wow. <laughs> they are so hot on those two songs so hot on it um that's crazy it's crazy how, how quick they get you on those ones um and uh that the whole thing of uh why they don't make a film out of zelda with the like with what Oh, you know the the storyline behind it. It would be amazing. There's some really good um, fan creation, like um, animated fan creation videos on YouTube, and like I bet. And you think if if a fan can make that with the amount of money and power Nintendo have, 
if they backed it, they yeah. could, they'd make a mint off that. But then you look at uh, what they did make films out of, and like I think it's in the eighties, there was a Mario Bros. film, wasn't there? Which was, I, I still love that film. Which was I do. It was like it's renowned for being absolutely terrible. Yeah. but I absolutely love it. Bob so, Hoskins. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I've not seen it, but from what I've seen, it looks awful. Oh, it is. It's terrible, but it's terrible in all the best ways. <laughs> so there, they could have. I can see why they're more reluctant to let another one of their franchises have a have a movie license, especially but... after like the thirty two X, not the thirty two X. What was it? The C- CDI. Yeah. Sorry, yes. Yeah, they gave that the right. Oh yeah, you can use that, order. and then yeah, they just destroyed <laughs> it. But thankfully, it made it made a comeback, so that was okay. Oh. Exactly. Um, there was a planned sequel, Mario sixty four two, for the sixty four yes. DD. Yes. Which obviously lasted about ten minutes and then flew out yes. the window when <laughs> it crashed. Uh, uh, here we go. There's actually they've actually got figures, game sale figures. Uh, they made a uh, hundred thousand units of it for the DD. Uh, they sold fifteen thousand. And they had eighty five thousand remaining in the warehouse. Is this the game or the sixty four DD itself? Uh, the game, the Mario oh. sixty four two. So based, based on that, the, um, and there was they decided to pull the plug, as yeah, because that was essentially was going to be one of their big launch titles, and that did so badly. So because of that, they just kind of gave up with it. That's so sad. Yeah. Um, Okay, and it was what the DD had the first writable data storage for a modern video game console. Really? Hmm. Oh wow! Now I did watch a video on YouTube of a guy who he opened, he he bought a DD, and he opened it up and showed you what was inside and how it worked. Right. It was a really cool video, and they essentially were floppy disks, the cartridges. Um, they in, looked like like old eight tracks. Yeah, they were. Well, they, what well, they were was essentially they were. They were um, CDs like you'd have for PlayStations, but they were put onto a flat bit of plastic like a floppy disk, and then that was then encased in a hard metal sh- in a hard um, plastic shell. Yeah. And the reason they were doing it is because uh, their rival at the time, big rival, would have been PlayStation. And the big issue with discs back in the day was that people would like get fingerprints on them, they would scratch them, and then they wouldn't play. So this therefore, oh, like this then for allowed them to have more power and space than a cartridge, but it was protected in a cartridge shell, so you wouldn't have. But to be scratched. fair, Nintendo deserved the flop of the end, the sixty-four DD after what they did to PlayStation. Yeah, so, yeah. but <laughs> but it would have been cool to have had it over here for a bit just to see it. I would have liked to have. Yeah. Had it. I would like to have seen it. Um, to see what they went to an awful lot of effort with little things like that like they they made uh, there's a little tiny bit on the DD that slots into the cartridges um, and then that pushes onto another cog which then raises another cog which then enables the the um, laser to come up wow and then but there's so many little things that all work together and they've <laughs> made it bit bad it's worth watching that video. It's, I'll have to find it and send you it. But it's it's really interesting um, 
how much effort they went to to protect the disc inside. Yeah. But just so they had one up over on PlayStation. But then ultimately, yeah, they that didn't really pay out work too well. They for them. screwed Sony over, so they got screwed over by, you know, th- those Zelda's that we were talking about. <laughs> plus, plus there was the 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 Nintendo PlayStation, wasn't there? Yeah, there was like the the, the joint venture thing, wasn't there? Um, yeah, they did actually create a prototype before mm. they screwed Sony over, which looked really interesting. I reckon if those two companies had come together and made a console, that would have been amazing. Like, best of both worlds. Yeah, but then we wouldn't have half of the the awesome stuff that we have today. Like, we we wouldn't have PSVR. No, we wouldn't have half of it. And we probably wouldn't have half the franchises that we've got now that we, like, know Sony and Nintendo for. Because they would have had different opinions and they had to have settled on something. So it would have been yeah, a case. Yeah, we of... might not have had like Tony Hawk's or anything like that. Exactly, um, and obviously also Nintendo being much more family friendly, uh, things yeah. like Resident Evil and the more gory horror games and shooters. Which, to be fair, did come out on Nintendo games later on. Yeah, yeah, they did, but I think. But I'm they pre- weren't as good. <laughs> no, wasn't Resident Evil on um, Platinum sixty four? Didn't blood get uh, changed green? Or am I just imagining that? Possibly, I know I'm they sh- did with the old fighting games. Mm. Sega, because I know they put the, all the blood in, and the Nintendo other took the it game out. that they released on the N sixty four that got a lot of hate was Carmageddon. Um, yes, remember that? Yeah. I had that. Oh yeah, yeah, that was an awesome game. I loved it. Yeah, but yeah, that 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 kind of really hit Nintendo, didn't it? They they were like, oh, we shouldn't be selling games like this kind of situation. Yeah, um, and I think from that point they were very very cautious of anything that could be remotely um yes controversial controversial yeah yeah, yeah, yeah or risque um so yeah my next thing is actually the l is real doodad so do you want to okay talk about that yeah i don't really have that much information on it so do you want to go for it yeah okay well um this actually is also zelda related believe it or not um ouch Okay, I just dropped, just dropped the controller on my foot. Um, this is actually also Zelda-related, uh, briefly. Uh, the same plaque was used in Dodongo's Cabin. I thought so! Yeah. I thought so! Yeah. I had it written down and I just couldn't remember where yeah. in Ocarina of Time it's, it was. It's um, Dodongo's Cavern on the pillar that, that rises you to the top level. Um, there's, a, there's, a, <sighs> yeah. there's a pedestal with, a, with, with exactly the same... Um, Thing. Like they, writing, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, what people it's, call writing. Yeah, it's just it, a blurred. Well, mess. even even <laughs> even the um, like slate block that it's on, it's exactly the same model. They just reused it from one game to the next. Yes. Um, my opinion on it is, it's just the kind of like a little calling card almost of the, of a developer. And they've been like, oh, this, yeah. is, this is my thing. I did this game. I did this game. But people obviously looked into it way too far um, and tried to decipher it and. It supposedly said um, L is real 2401, which... It is rather coincidental. It is, I was then going to say, it's rather coincidental that 2401 is the exact number of coins in the game. Um, oh, really? Okay, I didn't know that. Oh, didn't you? No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, that, that's... if you, That's... Um, is it regular coins? Yeah, there's 2,401 coins in the game. Um, and if you... Yeah, supposedly... That if you collected 
all of the 2,401 coins. When you go up onto the roof to uh, where you would see Yoshi, it will be Luigi up there, and you'll say you've unlocked Luigi, and, all, and then you can play as Luigi. Um, the other thing. I'm just looking here, and it says that there's 2,068 okay. coins. Well, apparently there's two. <laughs> Well, whatever. Apparently, these people <laughs> believe that there was 2,401. Okay. So, that, so, based on... I'm not saying facts. I don't know. I'm just going by what these people are saying. <laughs> um, it's on the internet. It must be, must be true. Of course. Yes. Right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there was... Um, supposedly that you collected all the coins and then you'd go somewhere and Luigi would be playable, which... I don't really get why anybody would have gone to that much effort for it, personally. Well, I remember the when the rumour mill started around the Nintendo 64 era, people mm. would spend hours and weeks trying to fulfil prophecies that just yeah. did not exist. I get that, like, back in the day then, there would have been, like, it would have been the kind of magazine culture where if you found something yes. like that, you, you'd be in a magazine and that'd be big. Whereas nowadays it would just be like a tweet or something and then you would go like round the community viral. and viral in a few seconds. Um, whereas I think there was something more to it. I remember I used to really look forward to getting like the N64 magazines and, it would, and then at the end it would say in next issue it's going to be this and it'd be like, oh yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah, um, no, I read of that magazine yeah. a lot too. Yeah, <laughs> or, or there would be like in the next book you get a guidebook for this game so you can get all of the yes. things at, yeah and you used to get like the little like really thin crappy quality paperback yep yeah that used to like yeah rip. and then they used to come in like a the, the actual magazine came in like a big plastic bag almost i used yes. to love it love it i love it yeah um, yeah that 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 oh that's good that was good um But, they, but uh, yeah, do you, you know what the number correlated to in the end? No, I don't actually. Uh, oh, it's, it's the release date of Paper Mario. No. It, well, it is also that, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, sorry. It was uh, actually discovered exactly 24 years and one month after the release of Mario 64. Huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so what I've got on here is it says that some have speculated that it was, the key to unlocking him was to get the 2,401 coins, which is what we've already said. Mm -hmm. um, others have suggested that the message was referenced to Luigi's presence in the Paper Mario game due to be released, and the date for that was the 2nd of the 4th, 2001. But right. what, okay, but what they didn't realise is they had actually got the date wrong, and it, the actual release date was... <laughs> <laughs> the actual release date was the 2nd of the 5th. 2001 oh, so they were no. a month out but it nearly worked yeah um, close but they all yeah these people uh, who thought that made a big hoo-ha about it and then someone reminded them that they'd actually got the date wrong <laughs> <laughs> so they backed down oh. um yeah fans finally get the answer a few months ago um one fan shared a letter on social media that they had received from Nintendo in 1998 after writing to them to inquire um, about what it meant. And it turned out it was a meaningless joke put in by a games programmer to intend intended to just confuse the gamer. Which it did. So it worked. 
Yep. It was just. True to, that. It was just to create, and it was. I suppose it was to create a bit of hype and like get the game in those magazines, in those. Yeah, like, but the thing is, then why was the why were these Luigi new details re- discovered exactly twenty four years what, and one that, month after? Yeah, that's my thing. Is I don't know. That's that's. It seems a bit bizarre. Yeah, Nintendo themselves have written to this person supposedly in saying that it's it's not he's not in there it's joke and all this sort of thing but yet we've now got source code released that's showing that that was a lie and there is indeed luigi models etc in the game exactly and voice yeah now whether they are kind of telling a half truth in that there may be models but there's no actual playable asset um which could be the case, like with Ocarina, I know there's models that are in the game, but you never see them, like the um, Star Fox fighter jet thing, Arwing, whatever it's mm. called. That's oh, in, yeah. That's in Ocarina. I uh, about that. But obviously you don't see it anywhere in the game because it's not used. Um, yeah. Now, whether that was, you know, whether they had um, Luigi models in the game but they weren't mapped to anything um in which case they would then it still... seems strange that they'd put that in it does, considering it does. how much how how tight they would have to make those games yeah, fit on the exactly. cartridges and as we were speaking about earlier they were they they had a lot more content they wanted to put on it and yeah. they didn't so why would they surely that waste ex- that yeah, why waste it with filler when they could essentially potentially put a, an extra level on yeah. Um, or even an extra star or two or something. Um, mm, exactly. It, it, it's yeah. I think that's going to be something that we'll learn in the near future as to what what the whole situation with Luigi was. But it's 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 like you know it's a nineteen ninety six game and we're still talking at uh, ninety four game <laughs> whatever it is and we're still talking about 96. it. Ninety six. Ninety six. So it's it's crazy. It's like they're they're still it finding is. things. So, so bizarre. Hmm. Um, the guy who voices Mario, he had no prior knowledge of the character or anything. <laughs> yeah. I found he just that made quite... up a voice during yeah, the interview. He, just, he, just, bought, he yeah. just winged it and went for it. Um, and yeah, he's still doing it to the to today. Yeah, he's um, amazing. That guy. And I'm here, I've seen videos of him and um, like uh, he did like a thing where... Like a, like a children's hospital, I think it was, where he went in and he was, he was talking to the children as as Mario, and they were so happy. It was just brilliant. That's incredible. Like, That's yeah. so cool. Um, and yeah, he um said he's he is a. His first thought was to go with a stereotypical, stereotypically mildly racist, deep voiced Italian accent. <laughs> 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 But then added but then he's a hint. better of it. <laughs> yeah, and then added a hint of William Shakespeare-esque characters. What? Apparently. I don't know how that... that's... so weird. But yeah, prior to that, he was doing plays. He was doing Shakespeare plays, and then he randomly got a voice oh. acting job. Oh. Okay, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh... Given the job... Okay, so yeah, that was his that was his first voice acting contract, and yeah, he's been 
doing Mario's voice ever since. That's okay. so cool. Now I've got um, the DS one. Uh, has various um, ratings. Now some Peggy, that's us, isn't it? The UK. Yeah. It was given a 12 rating. I, I cannot understand why. It's got um, ESRB, which is America, or I think we also yeah. have that here. That's that's an E for everyone. Um, I know it's just the VC. It's just the virtual console release. Sorry, because Peggy under original release was given a three or three years and older, but the virtual console release was given a Peggy twelve. Apparently, it was because it has gambling things in it. I guess with the uh, mini games. The mini game. There's like a roulette mini game. Yeah. Or you bet, like... Oh. Yeah, concerned about gambling or any casino elements in kids' games. Oh, okay. I, did, I saw that earlier on and I was like, how is that game requiring a 12 ring? Uh, it's a Luigi casino minigame. Yeah, I know that one. It's like a... There's two. There's a um, card game where you have to, like, match two pairs. Oh, right. Um, and there uh, I think it was just the... Just for the gambling aspect. Yeah... But it's not really. It's like child children's games. It's not. Yeah, I guess they're just trying to cover their ass, really, aren't they? It wasn't that old at the time of release, though. Like the whole rating system was it? So maybe they were Mm, just trying to be extra careful. Twenty fifteen, it came out in the EU, the Wii U version, special console. Oh, okay. I've got no no answers to that then. <laughs> no, I don't know. It just seems a bit a bit over the top for yeah, just a tad. For a you know, it's not like you're gambling real money. They gamble coins which you collect, um, and it's just like a th- was it? I'm sure it's just like uh, you know matching two, of, uh, and, and matching pairs. So it's not like it's a blackjack game or anything intense like like that but i don't really know it's um just reading up about different games that have got like bad the the wrong ratings and there was shadow the hedgehog that that um, was given a rating for language wasn't it yeah where's that damn fourth chaos emerald (laughs) yeah yeah that was given like 12 was that given a 15 um and it also E10 also, plus rating that was a new kind of rating because it had it, guns and so It had guns, exactly. As I say, the other reason why is it because it had it, guns and it. It's Shadow that had a gun, didn't he? Yeah, he had like an assault. First time rifle. they gave him a weapon. Oh dear, that's. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh dear. It's uh, fine. Yeah, there's quite a few on there that were given wrong ratings. Um, Smash Bros, Melee and Brawl were both given the wrong ratings, apparently. <laughs> uh, containing violence. They had to have, yeah, they had to argue that the violence was a fun and novel, goofy form of, <laughs> inno- of innocent escapism. 
<laughs> and they were they were to be given a thirteen rating. Oh, wow. ESRB for containing uh, violence and crude humour. <laughs> How has it got crude humour? <laughs> okay. God knows. Uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. I knew about that one, obviously. Um, Guitar Hero was originally going to be given a rating. Language, maybe? Uh, I'm just reading that. Oh, uh, yeah, because some of the lyrics it contained mild curse words like the word damn and or brief yeah. innuendos. Huh. That's crazy. Oh, man. Just looking at the prices of Mario 64 now, just the mm. cartridge on CEX is going for 20 quid. Wow. I remember when that was like a fiver. Yeah. 20 quid, that's ridiculous. Just for the cartridge. How much is a box? How much is like a. They'll buy it off you for a fiver. How much are uh, the they box selling for a version? Box, like, is £28. Okay. That's. Hmm. Depends on the condition of it. Yeah. CX is a gamble though, isn't it? Very much so, yeah, very much so. Yeah, it's... Um... Cool. Huh, okay. I'm all out of yeah. information. Uh, another random one with the rating. Uh, the first yeah. three Call of Duty titles were given a T rating for teen. Right. right. Despite they contain them containing... Exactly the same kind of portrayal of war as the later ones. Obviously, nowadays it's more realistic. Uh, but the ones, the, the like the fourth one onwards, were all given an M rating. Oh, and really? They, they were basically the same kind of level of. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Violence. <laughs> yeah. Shadow the Hedgehog, obviously, we know about because it used the word damn and contained guns, violence, and the frequent use of. Mild cursing. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I didn't get a yeah. great deal on this one myself. Um, we need I to think, think we've done pretty well. Yeah, we need to think of something for the next. So Well, um, it's your go this time. Your turn. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of something that we'll both have a bit of like knowledge in. Um... Do you want to do Smash Bros? Because you know a bit about that, and I've played that. What, all of them? We could just do we them as a, collect yeah, as, as a collective, yeah. like we did with Resi. Yeah? Yeah. That could be a good one, actually, because I don't know anything about the Wii U or Switch no, versions. Same, same, so I'd need to research that. Now, you know a lot about the N64 one. I, I'm mainly Melee. Um, yeah. And we could talk about the controversy that's been happening recently with smash players yeah and and we could talk about waluigi appearing <laughs> or not does appearing. he appear no, no i was about to say the the, no, but there the was a damn whole thing plant about... got yeah exactly <laughs> yeah the piranha plant got in and he didn't exactly exactly uh, and banjo kazooie got in and yeah, he and, didn't. Ba and sonic 
That's yeah, Sonic's been there since the Wii version. Yeah. Oh god, this is gonna be a very, very controversial episode. <laughs> okay, well join us next time for that. Um Yes. It will definitely be worth listening to. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah. Sonic alone cool. isn't is enough from the controversy of Sonic being put in it. Yeah. And Which we actually... can talk about all the hacked versions of the N sixty four version. Exactly. Uh, and the Sonic in the new one, go or even into the Wii one, goes back to Melee. There was a rumour around then, but we'll talk about that in that episode. Oh yeah, there was, wasn't there? Uh, and yeah. that's why it happened, but yeah. We cool. will talk about that next time in the next episode. Whenever I can be asked to get off my lazy ass and actually contact you. Yeah. It's it's my fault that these episodes are coming out so sporadically and spaced out. So I do apologise, but yeah. I will get my ass into gear, hopefully. Maybe. Maybe, probably not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Chris, once again for joining me on this lovely episode. And thank you for all the research you did. Um, it has been good fun to chat yeah. to you again. Most definitely. And yeah, thank you ever so much for anybody that that might be out there listening to us too, which will probably be me mostly. And me. (laughs) Yay. I love listening to our old episodes. So do I. I so do I. (laughs) Relive the memories. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Okay, guys. We will speak to you next time. Yeah, stay safe, guys. And we'll speak to you next time where we cover Super Smash Bros. Bye-bye. Bye.